afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Janelle Heinrich, the Director of Public Health Madison and Dane County. Today, we issued order number 15, which will be effective as of April 7th, 2021 at 12.01 a.m. While we're encouraged by the data we're seeing and happy to take another step forward today, we're closely watching what's happening in other states with case counts and hospitalizations ticking up. We need everyone to continue to follow the mitigation practices that we have been deploying for the past year to continue to keep our communities healthy. There are positive signs in the data. Over 200,000 people in Dane County have received at least one dose of vaccine, which is nearly 40% of our county. 89% of people 65 and older in Dane County have received at least one dose of vaccine. While we are not yet at the place of herd immunity, this is significant protection for our community. Our 14-day average of cases per day is 51, back to levels we haven't seen since last August, but we've been at a fairly stable rate over the past two weeks. Our seven-day average percent positivity is 0.7%, among the lowest it's ever been. Our hospitalizations are the lowest we've seen since, since September, and our deaths have decreased substantially. Dane County is making progress. On the other hand, other places in the country are experiencing the effects of variants and are seeing increases in COVID-19 cases. We are closely watching these trends in both uh, data, both locally and nationally, in case the presence of variants begins to affect us here. While we do not believe that as of today, we are seeing any major effects on variants in our community, we are seeing cases and hospitalizations stall instead of decrease, and we are seeing little upticks in people with COVID in the ICU. While this doesn't erase all the good news we are seeing, it does put us on alert. We are not yet out of the woods with this pandemic, which is why we will continue to watch closely for any signs that we may need to change our approach. But we wanna keep going forward and not backwards. Capacity limits, social distancing, masks, and other protective measure, measures are vitally important. We are not yet through this pandemic, and we are not yet at the point where we can get rid of all of our pandemic protections. COVID is still circulating. We cannot let our guard down yet. Please continue to follow the mitigation practices that have gotten us to this moment so that we don't have to go backwards. Have fun outdoors as much as you can instead of indoors. Wear a mask and stay six feet from others indoors with unvaccinated people or in public. And as soon as you can, please get vaccinated. Let's continue using the tools that we have so we can keep our community healthy. Thank you so much. I'm joined by the mayor and the county executive, and I'm going to turn this over to the mayor right now. Thank you, Janelle. Uh, I know we're all excited uh, to get back to doing the activities that we love and have missed over the past year. And this order starts to move us further in that direction. And as restrictions continue to be loosened and you consider which activities you want to pick up again, please continue to keep in mind that all activities contain some risk. You and your family may decide that you feel comfortable with certain risks while your friends and neighbors may not or vice versa. So now is a great time to communicate our boundaries and comfort around the risks that we're willing to take to those that we spend time with. I wanna remind everybody that it's still safest to limit your contact with people you don't live with, to wear a mask 
when you are with people you don't live with until everyone present is fully vaccinated and to maintain that six feet of distance from people you don't live with until everyone present is fully vaccinated. It's safer to spend time outdoors where the virus can more easily disperse in the open air. And please, please, as Janelle said, get vaccinated as soon as you are able. Folks can sign up at vaccinate.wi.gov to get your shot. Encourage people to keep limiting risky activities or to choose the places in your lives that you're willing to accept a little bit more risk. Maybe you're ready to start eating out again, but you prefer to use one of our great outdoor streeteries. Maybe you want to hang out with friends, but you feel safer still maintaining that six feet of distance. And maybe you're ready to go back to the office, but only if everybody is wearing masks. We've been doing a great job here in Madison and Dane County, and our numbers reflect that but we're seeing higher numbers in the rest of the state and disturbing trends in surrounding states. We've still got to keep up our best public health practices to keep ourselves, our families, and our community safe. Thanks for everything you've been doing and keep up the good work. Now I'll hand it over to County Executive Parisi. Thank you, Mayor and Chanel. I appreciate it. We know these are still challenging times for many folks, and we will continue to do everything in our power to help our neighbors through the coming months. We also know that there's much reason for hope. We are experiencing locally a very encouraging trajectory, and I want to compliment Public Health Madison-Dane County for the amazing work that they've done, not only guiding us through this pandemic from the beginning, but the many shifts that they've taken, they stood up a, a world-class testing facility at the Alliant Energy Center, and they have pivoted to now not only providing that testing, but to providing a vaccination center and, provide, and, and coming with, through with vaccination numbers that are second to none. Indeed, we're first in the state, and our state is first in the nation. So I can't thank our, our healthcare workers in public health, Madison-Dane County, our pharmacists, our other healthcare providers for stepping up and helping our community in such an, an amazing way. Um, this summer will be much closer to normal than last. And that's because we have followed the science and we've listened to our healthcare professionals and we will continue to do so. And that's why we will keep the indoor masking um, guidance because indoor masking is key to our success. We have such a great vaccination track record we're on track to, to be in a really good place with our vaccinations by this summer. And the fewer people who have the virus in conjunction with getting the, the, the vaccine, the sooner things will be back to normal. So this next set of orders continues our measured approach of gradually opening up our, our economy and our community in a way that's safest and protects everyone involved. Um, we're heading in a great direction. Let's hang in there for a couple more months, folks. We're going to be in a good place, and we're going to be there soon. So thank you. Thank you, County Executive. We're happy to take questions uh, if folks have them. If you want to use the raise hand function, um, we can unmute you uh, and take your question. A question from Caroline Peterson. 
Yeah, a question for you, Mayor, or the county executive. Um, what does this mean maybe for events moving forward, you know, as we get into the warmer months? I know that obviously we have the Dane County Fair coming back as well as um, the Dairy Expo. But as for those outdoor events, I know the fireworks were canceled last year. Um, lots of the outdoor festivals were canceled. Kind of what is the outlook for that? Well, you know, I think that um, the outlook is hopeful. Um, we still need folks to be planning their events with that six foot of distance and to consider uh, whether or not they want to ask people to have masks on if they're going to be closer than that. Um, but with lifting the restrictions on the numbers of people, uh, I think we're hopeful that we'll have a lot more events this summer. Um, we just need to make sure that we continue to do that in a way that's safe um, and that we continue to advocate for people to get vaccinated because that's going to make it a lot easier uh, for us to have a lot bigger events. All right. We and, have a, uh, my second question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I apologize. Um, how will you guys plan on enforcing? I know since there's no capacity limits outside and it's just kind of to that six feet rule, how would you guys enforce? I think you might have muted yourself, but Janelle, do you want to take the enforcement question? Sure. I mean, we'll continue to do as we have in the past. I mean, largely our um, enforcement is complaint-based and we will follow up. We spend a significant amount of time working with um, folks in every sector to help make sure that they are as informed and confident as possible in understanding our orders. Um, and, and, the, and really what it comes down to is those best practices in their sector for keeping people safe. So um, I, I think that, you know, we'll just continue as we have been and um, provide support where we can. We have a, a question from Eric Gunn. Hi, sorry about that. Um, yeah, I, this is going to be a weekend where there's uh, a lot of people are going to want to gather. Um, are you concerned about it turning into a super spreader weekend? Janelle? I am always concerned that if folks don't follow the appropriate mitigation and strong prevention practices, that, that we are going to be at risk of increased transmission um, throughout our community and we'll see more people sick. I think we are, um, I continue to ask folks to do the right thing inside, wear your mask. If you are with others who are not vaccinated, if you are with folks who are at high risk and you are vaccinated and you're at others who aren't, and who are at high risk of, of having poor outcomes. Um, and take your gatherings outside. Uh, that is the best place um, to have them. Uh, we know the risk of transmission is quite low outside and gather there um, and celebrate outside with those you love and care for. Yeah, I think it's it's just, you know, to reinforce what Janelle is saying, we just all need to be cognizant of, of what the risks are. And it is clear from the data and the science that it's safer to be with other people outside. And now that the weather is moving in that direction, that becomes a lot more possible and I really encourage people to take advantage of that. And if we can't be outside, then we need to be masking up and maintaining that six foot of distance and being very careful about continuing to wash and sanitize our hands so that we don't transmit disease. And um, I, I think, again, you know, as a community, we've done a pretty good job 
of this, and I'm confident that we can keep it up. We have a question from Michelle Phillips. Hi, um, I know quite a few people who have taken their families on spring break, and I'm wondering if you have uh, concerns about a surge um, here in the next couple of weeks when people start coming back from all these locations around the country that they've visited. Well, I think, um, as Janelle will likely say in a minute, uh, we're always concerned. Um, and we certainly hope that people are doing their best uh, to have best practices, uh, whether they're traveling or not, um, and that we will continue to watch the numbers very closely. Our, our testing rate here in Dane County is very high. Um, so we are in a good position to catch um, any upticks. Um, and obviously, you know, every move that we've made with the orders uh, has been based on that data. So uh, we're We'll be watching very closely and, and we'll adjust if we need to. Janelle, did you want to add anything? I don't have significantly much else to add. I mean, absolutely, it's a concern. We know that there's variants circulating in higher um, numbers in states around us and in states where people want to travel, um, you know, to get away to that warmer weather. And we are concerned that folks who are in those places may not have been vaccinated against uh, COVID. Um, this uh, vaccine is effective against the predominant variant that is circulating. So all the more reason to get vaccinated when you have that opportunity to do so. And we know that su uh, supply is not equal to demand yet. So there are real concerns that we could see folks um, coming back, getting sick in neighboring community or states, I should say. The the age of those who are hospitalized is far younger uh, than we've seen in the past, and it's affecting different populations. So um, we want to prevent that from happening here. Another question from Eric Gunn. I realize that this is a, a matter that's beyond your particular control and authority and, and up to state and federal officials, but I'm wondering What's your expectation of how soon the vaccine might be approved and available for persons who are under the age of 18 or under the age of 16? Uh, I know there have been some reports of, of good findings in terms of uh, trials and so on. Uh, and there's also been a third uh, death of a person, uh, of a younger person in the state. Uh, so I'm wondering what, what your expectations are about that uh, vaccine being available for that age group at some point. want me to take that? Um, I, you know, I think earlier, even just a couple weeks ago, we were hearing that don't expect to have vaccine um, available for our under 16 population until late summer at the earliest, um, potentially early fall. I don't know, but have a hope that with the findings that have been released that prove um, uh, at least one of them has been effective and and safe for our younger population that might be that might be uh, moved up and we will continue to work in partnership with all the folks um, who are also providing vaccine to make sure that it's accessible um, to that age group when it's when it's available because we will not likely achieve herd immunity until we have the ability uh, to have our younger population vaccinated and so we can project great coverage by May 5th of the eligible folks right now but that eligible uh, cover you know vaccine coverage of the eligible population doesn't include those 
our younger um, younger friends and loved ones. So um, they'll be very important to get vaccinated as soon as possible. Right. We have another question from Caroline Peterson. Yes, I have two follow-up questions. Um, the first one, and this is probably more for Janelle, is why is the risk low outside? You know, outside offers natural air circulation, right? I mean, and that is one of the most important things with an airborne um, uh, virus, uh, right? With the way that this virus transmits, um, aerosolized. So it, it supports moving that away from uh, others' faces and nose, you know? And so that is uh, uh, key to minimizing the risk of transmission. And then the second question is, um, I guess, I know you guys touched on kind of how events could possibly change, but I guess with the updated order, where are we going to see the biggest changes moving forward kind of on a on a day-to-day? -day? I would say the most significant is where you can gather outside it, uh, with fewer, uh, no capacity limits as long as those uh, the physical distancing is maintained the, and wearing the face covering outside becoming a recommendation. And we strongly recommend it, but we also recognize that since the risk is lower, um, we have removed that as a requirement. All right. Don't have any other hands. Are there any other questions for any of the three of us? All right, if not, thank you all very much. Appreciate your time today and have a great weekend.